Anytime he uses a story, he picks something you know, something we understand, something that is familiar to us, to teach something which is not familiar to us. Because when he speaks about that thing directly, we may not understand it. But when you use a story that is familiar to tell something, it brings the the clearer meaning. Helping us to understand spiritual truth by using everyday object. The things we see every day, he uses that to explain spiritual things to us. So throughout Jesus' life, he did not even teach like the Pharisees. The Pharisees will come and take the 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 listen and tell, is this is this is this is it? But Jesus will come and take your what is happening and use it to show you what God wants. He revealed the purposes of God to us. Take your in case he, he went to maybe Ashanti region. And he's talking about something food and that. He will use fufu. He will go to the north. He used to have He go to uh, this. He use a or banku or whatever it is. He goes to Nigeria. He will use eba. So if he begins to go to the village and begin to use salad. They will even think that he's talking about animals' food. Because the grass is eaten by animals. Raw grass. So he will take what is familiar to them and explain the kingdom to them. Jesus came as God, lived among us as men, and will take the natural thing to explain the, physical, uh, the spiritual things to us. Hallelujah. I would like us to look at, I said, when men sleep, sometimes not easy, but most of the time, the day, what makes us to be overcome and to lose certain days is because when we fall asleep. Let me look at uh, Matthew chapter Chapter 13, I will read it briefly from 24 to 30. Uh, I'm going to give one of the parables of Jesus. Another parable he put forth before then, there was a parable he said, uh, he gave about 
a seed, a man who went and sowed a seed, he scattered that seed. Some fell by the roadside, and some fell on the rock, and some fell on what the thorny place, and some fell on the good soil. The one that fell by the roadside, uh, the first thing I, uh, 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 you read from my scripture, I, you, uh, I read to prepare, was that men trample upon the seed. And because men trample upon the seed, the next thing is that the devil, the bed came and took it. So anything you don't value, if you hear a word, you don't value it, it will leave you. Satan will not, could not steal it until the man, men did not see the use and the usefulness of that word. It fell by the roadside and they trample anything you trample upon it. What happened? What does it mean? Anything you just step on it, it means that it is of no value to you. So, when one hears the word of the Lord kingdom and does not understand it, the wicked one comes to. Uh, uh, so, I'm just giving a background before I read this one. Then another one fell, and because of that, it did not get water. And because there was no water, which is the Holy Spirit, it couldn't germinate. The second one fell on the uh, on a rocky place. There was a little water, but it fell on a hard ground, and it couldn't gain root, so it died. And another one fell by the thorny place. And the thorny place could mean that the soil may be good, but there are thorns there. There are other things competing with whatever you put there. So the, 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 the soil is very good, but there are a lot of things competing in that place. <laughs> so when the person received it, what happened is that... Uh, the, the things competing with the word of God, with the spiritual things, choked our spiritual life and we were not able to bear good fruit in the kingdom. Another one fell on the good soil, isn't it? And the good soil, there was moisture, which is the Holy Spirit, which is God's spirit, was also there. And, and they, they, it managed to grow and because there are no tongues, there are no care, there are nothing, took it, they didn't allow it, it removed everything that will kill the word of God, it grew and bare fruit. But the fruit was not only one, some bear what? 50 and some bear, listen, depending on your capacity. So I pray that you'll have a better reason. Jesus said he gave another from that said, then he gave another. This one, or it was all talking about the kingdom of God and how we relate to God's kingdom. The spiritual, the kingdom of God is spiritual. And, and you, when he talks about it, our idea about the kingdom is different from the way God sees it. So he said, another parable he put forth to them. The reason why I gave the background is because he used another. So, the first one I explained, it's related to seed, isn't it? That was sown and that was grown. This one, another parable he put forth to them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. So, I presume the seed that fell on the good soil. <laughs> well, the, the, the other soil will not, no matter what you do to it, uh, it won't do anything. The good soil, 
So he then went and had fed and said that he sowed a seed on that, the one who sowed on that good soil. But while men slept, while men slept, while the church slept, while mothers and fathers slept and left their children that the children will grow by themselves and learn by themselves other people taught them while the church slept and taught the Holy Spirit himself will go on and bring people and train people and make them live good life. Others are stealing them. All the whole blue of what we are talking uh, in the radio for about two weeks, three weeks, uh, you hear some things going about. All is because we slept. When the enemy was working, we were sleeping. They had their strategy. The world was sleeping. The church was sleeping. And sometimes sadly, where there used to be great revivals, after the revival, they slept. You go to our United Kingdom. Big, big cathedrals. There was a revival. Every place you get into that land, a mark you will see is cathedrals. Every place. They were maybe filled like how we fill ours and have overflow. But now go. You see old ladies. The young men have neglected it because men slept. Do not let us sleep. But whenever you are asleep, you are unaware of what is happening to you. Anytime you are okay with life, you just rest, oh my I've got what I need, I've got a job, I've got everything. Be careful. That is when the enemy comes in. Don't let us, he said, when men slept, while men were asleep. <laughs> but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. The enemy have already come to sow the tears. Test could be pastors, the test could be professors. They've sown it in their mind to argue it in their mind. We were asleep, the church slept, and sometimes they could be our church members. And when we sleep, other doctrines could get into the mind of people and enslave them and destroy our nation. When men slept, a sleeping giant is as useless as a weak person. When you are asleep, I can easily kill you. No matter how strong you are. Say awake. Shake yourself from the slumber and the sleep. While men slept, while men lost consciousness of what is happening, while we were concerned about only our personal need, 
the enemy was working. Satan, our enemy, never goes on leave. There's no leave for him. He is always waiting for the opportune time when you will close your eyes, then you will get in. While men slept, while Holy Ghost temple slept. If we don't want the enemy to sow seed among us, then we need to watch and pray. You cannot watch when you are asleep. So the most difficult thing for believers now is to watch and pray. We've been shifted from watching to only sleeping. Sleeping is enjoyable. How many know that? It's sweet to have sweet sleep. It is when you sleep and you see cows and and some we see cows always chasing them. Meanwhile, you are sleeping on a good mattress. We used to sleep on mattress with cow food. That is a, a grass. This day, I don't know whether people still sleep on that. That's good. It's good. It's good. That mattress is nice. When you sleep on it, it's orthopedic. But when men slept, when men slept, there's 25, his enemy came and sowed what? Tears. He sowed something that is very similar to what you are doing. He saw something which he can argue that you can explain. That he can use some way to tell, oh, you have to understand. When the church was busy asleep, competing among themselves, the enemy is at work. He doesn't care whether this church is against this church or that church. For him, it is to his benefit. The church, when he's sleeping in that area, he then comes in and continues to work systematically. He had his plan. He begins to work gradually, gradually, and to first dominate and get the mind of the person. Once your mind is is being captured, your heart is easily uh, 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 taken. He came and still trying to sow seed in the mind of our children, in the mind of our great people. Let's see. But when the grain has sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servant of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? The church. They asked us, didn't we sow good seed? Haven't I trained my children well? You took time to teach your children. You took time to show your children life, what is good and what is evil. But why? What is my, why is my child, what I taught my child? In the house, we don't do this. Why? When you were asleep. 
when we were asleep, the enemy was at work. Sometimes you have morning devotions every day. You taught them how to read the Bible, do this and all that, all that, all that. But at the end, they, they, what you sowed into them, you find another seed. Another thing like a tear coming out of that child. Who taught you this? Some will say, ah, I don't want to use uh, any name. Let me use Yao. Is that how we taught you? Yao. Is that how your daddy, is that how your mommy is? Did we teach you at home? But you have, the enemy have sown. So anytime we are praying, let's pray to protect the mind and the heart of our children. We may do our part by training them, but the enemy is waiting for an opportune time to sow bad seed. His work is to sow tears, and tears are to destroy the good seed you've sown. The, the tears are to compete with the good seed you sown. They are competing for the nutrient of the soil. And sometimes, how many know that? Sometimes the weeds they grow faster than what you sow. Huh? If you're a farmer, he's using natural life to explain spiritual things. I hope you're getting me. We should not sleep as a church. Our educational system should not sleep. Every institution should not sleep. If we sleep, the enemy will sow tears. He sowed those tears. And the servant got up and saw some character that is different. From what they sowed. They said, ah, master, Isaac didn't do so this. Said, so the servant of the owner came and said to him, sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have taste? He's wondering how this thing came on you. Haven't you wondered like that before? Certain thing you haven't invited, you haven't, you be, be figuring out, is it my grandfather? Sometimes we get, is it a case in my family? Unye you are having it. Somewhere along the line, somebody fell asleep and something was sown. And when it's sown, you will not see it until you begin, it begins to come out. By the time it comes out, it has gained root in the ground. So the servant, <laughs> but when the grain had spotted out, okay, verse 27, okay, 26, but when the grain has sprouted, and produce a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servant of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in the field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, What did he say? What? Tell somebody. Tell another person. Tell another person. The enemy is not a human being. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are spiritual and they still have power, more powerful than the carnal weapons, able to demolish. Oh, let's put it. Look at what he can do. The, for the weapons of our warfare are not what? Cannot, but what? Mighty where? In God, not outside God. 
for pulling down of what? Strongholds. There are things, habits that can be strongholds in people's life and they think that's how we are created. Understand them. Don't fight the people. We need to destroy the spirit behind. We need the soul but we hate the sin. Continue. Let's see. He said to them, no, no, no. I haven't finished with my weapon. The weapon of our warfare, for the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, mighty in God for the pulling down of what? Strongholds. Go to the next verse. Stronghold. It keeps you. It's difficult to break out of the hands when you are, when it's a stronghold. You need external force to deliver and to bring you out of it. You need something more powerful than yourself to be able to set yourself free. Casting down what? Argument. What the enemy would like to have you is to pull you into a place of argument. So sometimes they can intentionally throw something. When something is hiding, what happens? Let me tell you. When people are sinning under underground and you want to make it popular, bring it out for a debate. People talk about it at first. When you hear about it, they talk about it, they get used to that. It becomes, everybody hears it the next time. Yahuwah. But once it's hiding, people fear to bring it out. So we have a weapon apart from all this. Let us use our spiritual weapons. Breaking down, <laughs> casting down, casting down what? Argument. And every word Hiding that word exalt itself against what the knowledge of God, the knowledge of God about this and that is this. But there are some arguments that have come to fight against that argument that it is not true. The weapon and the most effective weapon is spiritual. bringing every thought into what captivity to the obedience of Christ sin is rebellion to Christ but sometimes it's not the people. How many of you, sometimes the good that you want to do, you are not able to do it. The bad thing which you want to do is what is easy for you to do. How many of you know that? Do you then say that bad things should be legalized? If you feel like stealing, kleptomania. Some people have Anything they take, they want to steal. They, they call them Cluto or it's a weakness, it's something. But that doesn't mean don't hate that person. Pray. We can break that power. For Christ's blood, the name of Jesus can cause it every knee to bow. Casting downward. Bringing every thought into what? Captivity to the obedience of what? Christ. The next verse tells us how you can be effective. And being ready to what? Punish all disobedience when your obedience 
is fulfilled. You cannot walk in disobedience and try to put punishment on sin. It is when our obedience is complete then we can target the sin, not the person and inflict damage on that sin. I hope you are getting me. So when the enemy comes to steal, the church have something. I believe that when there is a revival, sin, you don't tell people even not to sin. They want to live right. It is when the church is cold that everything wants to settle on it. I am born in a village and I like some type of food. Kokonte. Lapewa. Abitie. Face the wall. Black Kalatus. It has got different, different names. And in a village, sometimes you can have, especially in my area, there are mangoes. And when it's mango season, there are a lot of flies. You leave food there, they will come and settle on it. But I've never seen flies settling on hot kukunte. Never would they attempt. You will never tell them go there even if you put Kobe on the Kokonte and it's hot. The fly has a sense that this place is no go area. If the church is hot, if the church is fired up, we will spend our time on things that matter to Christ than what the world is going around. Everything in the world want to settle in the church. How? Be on fire. It is sleeping church that get cold. But church that is awakened is always hot for the enemy to enter. And I pray that our church will rise up and be on fire on fire for Christ on fire for Christ that when even a sinner enters here he sees Christ and cry what shall I do to be saved you will not even begin to beg that person oh you see see, you, you come to Christ he will desire to be like you that was what the early church did they had persecution but the early church, the more you persecute them because it was too hot, nothing could hold the church. The more they threw them and they scattered them, their fire, it begins to burn everywhere you put it. You're quiet. Don't sleep. And he said to them, an enemy has done this. We have an enemy. How did he do it? At what time did he do it? It is when we were asleep. He said an enemy has done this. Do not allow our Christian life things to be sown into our Christian life that will trouble our life in future. So, it is something 
He said to them, an enemy have done this. The servant said to him, do you want them to go and gather them up? But he said, no. Let's while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. He said, and that's how most Christians, hey, let us finish them. No, no, no. That's not the way God did with this. The servant said, yeah, tares. Let us go and do what? Uproot them so that what? The wheat will have the better nutrient and grow. These people, they are spoiling our name. Let, them, let us cast them out. No, that's not the way Christ does. If we cast a sinner out from a church, where should he go? Rather, sinners should be cast into the church. That the church can change them. The church should be so hot that when you throw a sinner here, the sinner must tend to be saint. Not when a sinner comes, he turns the sin into a sinner. Let uproot it. Jesus said, No. Some people too have given up. What they've seen the church that there are all sort of all sort and manner of people both from congregation to pastors they are tests, they are all mixed up somebody say I won't go to church again no that is not that should not be your attitude the pain that let's uproot them with all the zeal and Jesus said the master said no but he said no let's while you gather up the test, you also approve the wheat. The test, sometimes when they grow, they entangle their roots around the root of the wheat. So as you begin to uproot it, if you don't take time, it will pull along what you have sown. So dealing with things, you need to have the spirit of God to help you. Sometimes let them grow together. And Jesus has shown a story. And that's why I have confidence the church can never die. Nothing can kill the church. No one can kill the church. Nothing can stop the church. The church may come under fire, but it will never die. It will be the church which Christ has planted. He said, The church which I, Jesus, have brought into being the gate of hell can never. It means that it will come against it, prevail against it. It means that gate of hell will continuously bombard the church, will continuously try to kill the church, but the church will still stand. I'm prophesying to you. But he said, no, let's gather the and tear them away the wheel. Okay. So he said to them, an enemy has done that. The servant said to them, do, do you want them to be guarded? Okay, no, that's it, 29, 29 to 30. Let both what? Say, let both grow together. There's a word of hope here that if you sow something in your child, if Christ has been put in their heart, Look, no matter how they feel, they look like they've been captured by the world. When they grow together, that good seed in them at the end will show. I have great confidence they may backslide, they may do other things, but at the end, that seed in them will prevail against the world. Let's keep on sowing good seed into the world, sowing good seed into people, sowing good seed in the church, sowing good seed. Look, the world may come to manipulate that seed. That seed did not have the seed, the life of a wheat. It had the life 
of the seed of a wheat and nothing can destroy it. Let them grow together. It may look like your wheat is at advantage, but don't worry. Let them grow together. They will stand because the life in it has the ability to withstand the wheat. I hope you're getting me. Let both grow together until the harvest. Say until the harvest. See, they can grow together. The wheat has the ability when they grow and you see the uh, should I call the seed, seed or the fruit. You see the the wheat bearing uh, a harvest, whatever, the, the one on it. The wheat cannot produce the same. When they are grown, you see the two different things. Huh? The test can never produce the seed of a wheat. They may pretend to be like a wheat. They may try to outgrow the wheat. But the harvest time will come. The harvest time will come. When the harvest time comes, it's not leaves that are going to be harvested. It is what? Let both grow together until the harvest. Sometimes when some things enter in your attempt to uproot it with your anger, you'll destroy the child. Sometimes the child rebel and run away. The best thing Ask wisdom from God. Put your knees on the ground. Pray to the God of heart. The one that can touch heart. That go. Speak to my son. Speak to my child. Speak to my girl. Speak to this one. Speak to my boy. You are the one. For me, I'm a caretaker. I have just done the best. Even if you made a mistake from the beginning. God can still. The story is not all that bad. Christ is still in charge. Christ is still in control. Sometimes bad news, one bad news will look like everywhere. When an armed robber attacks somebody somewhere, it looked like every village. We have over thousands of villages who never have ever seen, never seen an armed robber before. But it looked like everywhere people are killing people. But there are good people. There are good churches. There are good Christians. Jesus will come and meet good Christians. Let us continue to sow good seed. Wherever you go, your office sow the good seed. The seed is the word of God. Let's sow the word of God into the heart and the life of people. And that seed is incorruptible. It will never die. It will never, never, never die. Once it gain access into the heart of the person, one day, if something is happening, he may be living bad life. Then before you realize, that word will prick him. When everyone have given up, it will break in. I learned this on sun, Sunday school. Some of the things people grow up before they, the Sunday school, what they have learned begins to work in them. When they are in trouble, they now begin to pray. Say, hey, God, I've never prayed before. 
then they, they begin to seek that God because a seed of God has been created in them. I pray that each one will sow a seed in somebody's life. Say amen. 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 Then finally, finally, I think, finally, finally, we're going to finish it. Uh, uh, then first gather them. Though, when he finished, he said, the harvest time will come and at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles <laughs> to do what? To burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Because barns, the wheat go to where? You keep them. Because they are a good use. You sow some, you eat some. But tares, you just bind them, put them there, use them for uh, fire on them. If you're a farmer, you put them to dry, you use them fertilizer. Uh, how do you call them? Uh, manure. Compost. But don't be a compost, be a seed. <laughs> the seed will always feed on the compost. The test will then become the food for the wheat. Let them grow together. The wheat food is coming. I will use them. Whatever nutrient they have taken, this wheat, they will take it back. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, you will get it back in future. God bless you. If there are tears all around you and competing with your Christian life and you're finding it difficult, ask God for faith to survive. Because that test will become your food in future. Every evil thing intended against you will become your food. Pray. I want you to pray as ever before. The enemy is not asleep. He's attacking you in different angles. He's trying to attack your finance. He's trying to attack your health. Try to attack your family. Try to attack many things in your life. Like the tear. Today, I want you to break yourself off from it. Know that the seed that is in you cannot be corrupted. It's not perishable. There's life in it. And the life of Christ will rise up. But awake. Wake up. That you feel your business. That nobody saw anything into it. To strangle your business. Your life. Your health. That nothing is sown into your body. To create health problem for you. Your family. Pray. Don't be asleep. Awake. Wake up, church. Wake up. The enemy is at work. But you have all the weapons to overcome him. You are going to bring every power and every force under control. Pray now. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are spiritual. As we fight it, as we debase it in things, I want us never to forget that the spiritual things must be done. The world may laugh at you when you are praying for an answer to certain situation, but that is the weapon, the greatest weapon that can destroy it. Pray. Pray for your child. Pray for your mother. Pray for your auntie. Pray for your cousins. Pray for your friends. Pray. Pray for your children that the seed in them 
that no enemy will sow any bad seed at school no one no teacher no student no child will sow any bad character in their life when they go out to play no one will be able to corrupt their mind pray that the Holy Spirit will take control over their health over their life over their future over their thinking over every area of their life over their soul over their spirit and over their body pray our heavenly father we stand to pray for every member of this church breaking every handwriting against their life some of us before we were even born the enemy have started sowing certain things from the trait from our family and we've developed some kind of habit and we are fighting and struggling with it Lord you sow the seed in us and that seed can never be destroyed that seed will never perish that seed will grow that seed will germinate that seed will bear fruit and that seed will benefit the world. I pray that every seed sown in every member of this church will be preserved and protected for your use. In the name of Jesus, Lord, it doesn't matter how weak they feel, how they said we have fallen, even Lord, let them rise up. I pray, wake us up as a church, the body of Christ, oh God, shake us once again. The Lord, we will awake unto you. Our prayer life will be on fire. Our Bible studies will be on fire. Our fellowship will be on fire. Our love for you will be on fire. Our faith will be on fire. Oh God, I pray that Lord put us on fire again. The church on fire. In Jesus' name, amen. Come